0: The Wisconsin Department of Justice is investigating after a person was found dead following a pursuit with Beaverdam Police yesterday. Officers were notified around 3.30 p.m. of a domestic disturbance in an outside jurisdiction and that the subject from the incident was driving a vehicle. A Beaverdam Police officer located the vehicle and attempted to conduct a traffic stop, which led to a brief pursuit. The suspect pulled over on the 500 block of Louise Lane and remained in their vehicle. Law enforcement was aware of a firearm in the subject's possession and stayed at a distance while attempting verbal commands. Authorities say the individual ignored those commands. They add that upon approach, officers found the subject deceased. A firearm was recovered in the subject's vehicle. No law enforcement personnel were injured during the incident. The DOJ Division of Criminal Investigation is handling the case with assistance from the Dodge County Sheriff's Office, Wisconsin State Crime Lab, and the DCI Crime Response Specialist. The DOJ notes that all involved law enforcement are fully cooperating with the investigation. Once the Division of Criminal Investigation finishes its review, it'll turn over their findings to the Dodge County District Attorney's Office. A branded man guilty of soliciting a minor for sex in Dodge County was sentenced to six years in prison. A jury found Dean Crone guilty of five felonies, including child enticement, soliciting a child for prostitution and sexual intercourse with a child. A Beaverdam police officer was dispatched to the hospital in January of 2021 after a staff member reported their concerns that a minor was being sex trafficked. The teen victim said that Crone paid her $300 on multiple occasions. The victim also said it happened between 10 and 15 times. When questioned, Crowen at first denied the accusations, but later admitted that it occurred roughly four to five times. The 48-year-old was also placed on extended supervision for four years. A woman from Oklahoma was jailed in Dodge County on attempted homicide charges. Robin Colbert has more. 61-year-old Corey Adams is accused of putting ricin, a deadly substance, around her neighbor's home when she lived in Middleton in 2014. But Adams wasn't charged for the poisoning attempt until 2021. That's when she was arrested on a warrant from Oklahoma, where she's accused of murdering and dismembering her roommate, whose body parts were found in a freezer in Arkansas. Adams' trial is in Oklahoma has been paused as authorities there say they're collecting more evidence in the case. In Madison, Robin Colbert, Wisconsin Radio Network. Fire destroyed a garage and damaged a home in the town of Pacific over the weekend. The Portage Fire Department was called to N6386 Raven Road just after 8 p.m. Saturday. Upon arrival, crews found a one-story wood frame garage fully involved with flames impacting a house. Fire Chief Troy Hazy says firefighters took an aggressive approach to stop the fire and protect the house from severe damage. He says crews were not able to stop the garage fire before it was a total loss, and the home did sustain smoke and heat damage throughout. The Columbia County Sheriff's Office was on scene for traffic control and investigation. Emergency management was called to help the family with living arrangements. Hasey says the County Communications Center did a good job dispatching the appropriate equipment. He says the origin and cause of the blaze was undetermined. Marijuana remains illegal in Wisconsin, while lawmakers in a neighboring state are considering expanding its use. Medical marijuana is already legal in Minnesota, where former Governor Jesse Ventura said it was effective in treating seizures his wife suffered from. My wife took the first three drops under the tongue and has not had a seizure since. None. At a legislative hearing in St. Paul last week, Ventura admitted that it was illegal at the time. I had to break the law. My friends had to send it to me. In the Wisconsin legislature, Republican leaders have indicated some support for tightly regulated medical marijuana, but recreational use remains off the table. Dodge County officials are highlighting an upcoming webinar covering the Buy Local, Buy Wisconsin grants. Launched in 2008, the competitive grant program is designed to strengthen Wisconsin's agriculture and food industries by working to reduce the marketing, distribution, and processing hurdles that impede the expansion of sales of the state's food products to local purchasers. A total of $300,000 is available in grant funding through the program. The maximum award for each project is $50,000 and grant applicants must provide a cash or in-kind match of at least 50% of the total project budget. Ryan Dunn with the Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection says the grants are there to help a business with a marketing plan they have got in mind or are already implementing. The project needs to clearly demonstrate a need, show creativity and benefit the local food system. Since its inception, over 450 applications have been submitted for buy local, by Wisconsin grants, requesting a total of $13.5 million in funding. The webinar will be held this Wednesday from noon to 1 p.m. It will cover creating a proposal and how past applicants were successful. A link to register can be found with this news story at dailydodge.com. Tony Evers is promising middle class tax relief. Here's Bob Haig. A statement from the governor's office says provisions in Evers' biennial budget will deliver on his promise to fight for a 10% middle-class tax cut. His office says the budget Evers unveils this week will include more than $1.2 billion in targeted tax relief to working families, parents, veterans, caregivers, seniors, and student loan borrowers, among others, while limiting tax giveaways to wealthy earners. Well, that puts Evers at odds with Republican majorities in the legislature where a flat tax has been proposed. At the Capitol, Bob Haig, Wisconsin Radio Network. U.S. Senator Ron Johnson says Social Security needs help. The Wisconsin Republican on WISN said the entitlement program will become unsustainable. It's truly a legal Ponzi scheme. I pointed out that reality, and of course they get blasted. And again, who's going to get hosed by the younger people that are right now paying for the current retirees. Johnson says putting Social Security in the federal budget every year would not mean sunsetting or eliminating the program, but would force Congress to decide what spending needs to be prioritized. Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter concerns some people, but is it affecting everyday life? UW-Madison professor Dietram Shoyfula says that people can get caught in getting their information from a bubble, thanks to the same sorts of algorithms on other platforms. So we end up basically getting information or tweets from sources that we often engage with, from people that we follow, um, that we look at, that we we, uh, even follow on other platforms. A recent survey by Harvard and Rutgers showed that Twitter usage dropped after Elon Musk's takeover, and only around 20% of Americans say they get their political news from the platform. However, the platform still sees heavy use from politicians, which could drive discussions on policy. And finally, there are just a few days left to apply for Wayland Academy's 20th Annual Swan Scholarship Competition. Each year, the Coed College Preparatory School in Beaverdam offers this scholarship opportunity to local Beaverdam students entering ninth grade in the following school year. It is valued at about $90,000 and covers the full cost of tuition at Wayland for four years. Students enrolled in public or parochial schools are welcome to apply, as well as those who are homeschooled. To be eligible, students must be in good academic, and disciplinary standing at their current school. Applicants must also reside with at least one parent within the boundaries of the Beaverdam Unified School District. The deadline to apply is this Wednesday. More information can be found at dailydodge.com. And I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.